So it can always be a good idea to try to increase in and improve in uh, our self-knowledge, meaning uh, our knowledge concerning uh, what we can call ourselves or our capacities. And that self-knowledge might be more superficial or less superficial. It might be a form of self-knowledge to check our bank account because that has something to do with us or to find out if our laundry is dirty or clean. It's a form of self-knowledge, right? Perhaps we could say. But it's also a form of self-knowledge to find out, uh, as we know, what drives us, what motivates us, and, and, and what, what we're afraid of, uh, when we're sad, when we're happy, all these kinds of things. Uh, but obviously, there's also levels and levels to, to self-knowledge and we would... Uh, warn ourselves that uh, the kind of self-knowledge that we see in a movie or read in a psychology blog on the internet might not be the heights necessarily of self-knowledge, right? I have a, a real um, kind of conflict. I wasn't loved enough, so now I'm driven to succeed uh, in relationships. I always really fall hard uh, or I'm very, uh, I'm very easy to talk to or I'm very kind of uh, tough to get through, but once you get to know me, you'll see how great I am, right? These kinds of self-imaging uh, statements, <laughs> whatever they are, they are. It's okay, but uh, say there's there's some deeper levels to reach. So one aspect we can talk about um, consists out of uh, considering whether or not uh, we have at all uh, deviated or we are at all uh, uh, veering away from the purely natural uh, uh, course that uh, otherwise we are in, meaning we say that right away uh, when we're born and even before, if we check uh, with the, um, whatever it's called, with the machine, uh, we, we're we doing stuff, right? We're, we're, we're engaged in activity and so far as, as we're conscious and all of that. Uh, we're born, we're crying, uh, very soon we're going to eat, too, too cold, too hot. So we would say that uh, we haven't... Uh, taking the time when we're a little baby to sit down and develop the principle of comfort, bodily comfort and bodily discomfort. Let me uh, really think about this for a few years. Let me do some studies on it. And then I'll figure out what I like. Do I like to be hungry? Do I like to be full? We would say that, excuse me, instead, it's more so that, uh, excuse me, it's more so that it's what we'd call natural. Uh, the term instinct comes to mind, but what does that term really mean? It's also not not clear. And we see that in the animal world and insect world, things are done that far, far exceed, uh, the, the complexity of which far, far exceeds any uh, cognitive capacities that we might suppose are present by the way of, of what we call the creature. For example, there's an octopus that guards its eggs for, leave it as four years or something like that. So uh, as to... Whether the octopus could elaborate rationally, I'm about to sit here for four years and guard the eggs is not so clear. And yet it doesn't. Right? There's uh, iguanas that crawl down to the bottom of volcanoes, uh, leave their eggs, and then leave. So how do they do, even know? Right? Oh, the baby iguanas, I care about them so much. Unlikely. Right? We see the unbelievable migration of birds, the salmon that swim upstream, the moths that uh, become, or the, the caterpillars, shall we say, that become butterflies and moths. Uh, the the bears that uh, go hibernate. So this amazing activity, uh, the the bees and the beehive and the uh, the spiders that weave webs. Right? Oh yeah, you know I, I've already uh, w- went to art school and, and and construction school for a couple of years to to weave this amazing web. Right? So we see that uh, the we cannot imagine that there's the uh, intelligence there present 
or at least the rational conscious intelligence there present to be able to elaborate upon and clearly conceive of what it is that the animal or insect is, uh, aspires to do. And then it gets done. So again, what does the term instinct really say? Uh, it's, not, it's, it's not at all clear. Uh, uh, it's not at all immediately apparent. But we can just say that uh, it's, it's, uh, um, it's our na- nature expressing itself in, in sub-rational, subconscious uh, ways. It, it just kind of occurs. We have... Same time, right? We wouldn't say anything occurs, quote unquote, without a cause, whatever that's supposed to mean. There's a given stimuli. We find something appealing enough, and we would imagine that. Uh, and so far as something like an octopus is not purely an appearance and a representation with no uh, in itself whatsoever, we would suppose that there is likewise a stimuli there compelling the octopus to stand the eggs uh, and the iguana to to go down and, and hatch the eggs, meaning there's, it's just appealing. I have no idea. I don't know that I exist. I don't know what it is that I'm doing, but there's uh, there's something that appeals to my innermost nature, and I just do it because I have more reason to, to do it than not to. Just like, again, you honk at a deer. Uh, does the deer think, here's a car, there's a person in the car, the person honked at me, which means the person wants me to get out of the way so that they don't hit me, so now I'm going to go. No, and yet we see the deer reacts so consequently, unless it's frozen in the headlights or something like this. So consequently, there's something going on there. There's a stimuli, as we, as far as we can, we would surmise, and the stimuli is interpreted in light of the, the objectives implicitly had in connection with what we call the deer. It's, something's going on. So anyhow, we would say that um, we, we begin in, in life in this, in this state of nature. Well, we, fine, we can call it instinctual just because it's a common word, but recalling that it doesn't really explain anything, right? Like we think, oh, it's just uh, like the knee reflex, right? Like we, we don't really don't know what it means. So in this instinctual state, and we would say that usually uh, uh, under n- normal conditions, it continues, meaning we grow up in a given uh, environment with a given family and given folkways and, and given habits, and we simply kind of react uh, and form in light of uh, all the factors that are bearing doubt upon us, some of which include, obviously, our temperament and our abilities and our natural drives and desires, uh, but basically the way that we form uh, and, and, and again, in that state of nature is we simply are what we have to be in light of the given circumstances, just like any other species, except for the fact that we seem to be almost a species of our own. Meaning, excuse me, in one way, we can certainly highlight many similarities between all individuals. And, and the ultimate similarity is, of course, our nature and all of this. But uh, uh, on the other hand, as it concerns having a, a very specific agenda, it seems each person has a very specific agenda of his or her own that's custom tailored based on his or her own psychology and his or her own desires. And no two people, it would seem, are exactly alike therein. Meaning, I need something at least slightly different to feel good about myself and to do what I do than you do, and you than somebody else, and you and that person than somebody else, and so forth and so on. So if we define a species as that, we want to get that specific because we see that Basically, uh, every ant of a certain species, obviously there's different roles, but uh, let's say every ant of a given role, we don't see them uh, in their off time uh, doing what they want. You know, I'm, I'm going to go watch TV, you're going to go to the club, one ant, right? They, they, they kind of do, <laughs> do what they do. Right? So we see, we also don't want to dismiss the possibility of, of animals, maybe even insects, having distinct temperaments and, and personalities, but uh, not necessarily that we can easily apprehend. Maybe the uh, the researcher who, who watches 
the the chimpanzees for 20 years can really certainly probably would apprehend distinct personalities. But are they really uh, uh, so distinct or are we anthropomorphizing, right? Meaning, is there really a, a deep difference between being one chimpanzee and another or is it just slight uh, more energy, more this or that? So it's really a question. I see we all kind of, uh, see the the person if we have pets we we like to think our dog has a unique brand and the dog does have a unique personality and the cat but we get the point it's not as distinct as as with us we would argue but uh, we have our own little thing uh, and it's really custom tailored to, to ourselves and, and um, but anyhow we would say that um, we roll on and and, uh, and consequently. Usually, never in our life does anything rational, uh, rationally delineated actually alter <laughs> our thoughts, our emotions, our behavior. Meaning, in, in most of our lives, most of the time, there's never a situation where we do or, or don't do something because of something we have rationally, consciously understood and, and, and agreed to, to stick to. That is, unless the external constraints call for it. So, for example... I may, uh, uh, I, I may have just been hired as a security guard. So now I have a stimuli to, to, to sleep, meaning I have a cause to sleep. I get sleepy. And yet I have a counter motive that if I fall asleep and there's another camera that's watching me and maybe my supervisor somewhere is watching me or later they're going to watch me, I fall asleep or somebody might come into the building, I, I have a very good chance I'm going to get fired or at least I'm going to get in trouble. Now, how, mu- how much do I need this job? How much do I like this job? Maybe I've already applied to a different job and I already got accepted. So this is my last day. So I'll fall asleep. I don't care. I, uh, you, uh, you fired me. I, I was about to leave anyway. Maybe this is the first job I've had in a while. I really need it. I have a lot of bills to pay. I'm really, really zealous to, to, to keep this job. So that then per- perhaps serves as a, as a greater counter motive than the motive to fall asleep. So I don't fall asleep. I'm reacting naturally to what I perceive to be in my self-interest. Right. On the other hand, something that, that we're talking about, uh, as, or we can ask, right, what's an alternative to that? What's an alternative? We would say that an alternative is to understand, is to, to, for, to have the lights come on and really, truly, rationally think through a given idea or notion. And then to not do, to do or not do something based on that. So basically we're providing the, the motive, the stimuli, if we want to call it that, from our own understanding as opposed to from anything external to ourself. Whether it's a, excuse me, say a pheromone in the case of an ant or in the case of some insects or, or it's a hunk in the case of a deer or it's our desire for money in the case of work or it's our desire to conform to folk ways in a different case. For example, there's a, a story, uh, true as, as far as the speaker is aware, of a lady in ancient China that uh, whose house was burning and she was fully free and, and, and able to leave. And yet the folk way at the time was that uh, she the, the, for, for women not to, to leave the house by themselves. And she stayed in the house and got burnt. Right? So if we say, oh, she didn't want to get in trouble, well, she, she got in trouble. Right? So we see it's, it's, it's the... the, the the desire to follow the folkway was so great that it exceeded uh, the the desire to live and to avoid the pain. Right, it was such a great motive to maybe avoid the shame, the embarrassment, and all of this. Uh, uh, right, and the trouble perhaps, but probably mostly the, the shame and the embarrassment. Because trouble by itself, we don't care. Who cares? Put me in trouble, I don't care. Right, so the shame and the embarrassment then uh, to, to to live, um, or the the motive to avoid shame and embarrassment was greater than the motive to live. We would say that. So. Um, so we see, right, we want to follow the, the folk ways, we want to follow 
uh, the, the rules of traffic so we don't get in trouble. So we see all of these things uh, are coming from what we would call external, meaning we don't want to make two sharp lines here because ultimately it is our understanding, right? I know if I speed, I'm going to get a ticket. I have to understand that. It's not like it's something external to me that's making me understand that. But we're simply saying that it's not uh, rational as it could be. It's not what it could be. It's It's a little bit less than that. Uh, so, but here again, what's an alternative? So the alternative is again, the lights come on and we really try to understand uh, uh, something or other, uh, uh, some kind of avenue uh, of development, some kind of idea that is really to, to, our, um, uh, to our benefit. And then we modify our behavior and thought, excuse me, and emotions based on that. So uh, we could say uh, uh, something that it doesn't really, it isn't quite a positive such thing is when, for example, we... Uh, we have uh, OCD, right? We have a desire to, 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 we have a tick, we have a desire to, to feel control, so we clean the bathroom for many, many hours. This is something that, no, uh, you know, we would say no other animal or insect would do. It can't comprehend these things. And this is taking us out of the strictly kind of uh, uh, mechanistic um, order where we're simply responding to, to uh, the, the basics, right? And yet at the same time, it's still a compulsion. It's still not quite rational. What if, on the other hand, we understand uh, on a rational level that... Uh, we ought to uh, treat people in a certain kind of way, but not because, again, instinctually, unconsciously, in the dark, something clicked and, and, and we said, I have to be polite or uh, I'm a good person or don't you know, I'm very polite, something like that. But, but we really truly understand a concept. We, we have a serious moment. Uh, we're serious. We're grave. We're uh, kind of uh, in concentrated, intentional, and, and we really understand a concept. And then from now on, we really want to say, yell at somebody. We want to be rude. We think, wait a second, consciously, rationally, wait a second. No, that's not the way to treat a person. A person is real. A person exists. A person means good. That's the higher reality, right? Then, uh, and we modify our behavior, and we feel different, right? So that would be an example of taking ourselves out of the state of nature. We're no longer simply re uh, reacting uh, to, to uh, subliminal things, to subconscious, uh, uh, insentient things, to so say, right? So that's an example, and, and um, we could say that there's many systems, there's many things that uh, are intended to take us out of the state of nature, uh, and, and uh, but usually, unfortunately. They remain as just talk, meaning we can say anything we want with our mouth. We could say that I'm such and such person and I believe such and such things. But the real question is, will this really change what I do? Will this make me do something that I wouldn't have done otherwise? Will this make me feel something I wouldn't have felt otherwise? Will this make me act when we said that? Will this make me think something that I wouldn't have thought otherwise? That's the, the, the real mark of whether or not a system is effective. And if it's not, then it's just chit-chat. If I still do whatever I want, whenever I want, I can frame it in any which what words that I want. I can say it's this, I can say it's that, but ultimately, it's just the state of nature. So that's the idea. We, get, we, we really find out where we're at by considering uh, what it is that we do and don't do based on uh, 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 um, our natural desires, right? And, and, and based on whether or not there's counter motives, and, and then we try to build that up as much as possible until hopefully virtually everything that we do is, is in light of rational, conscious, uh, thought-out motives. And, and everything that we don't do is, is likewise. And our life is a, is a human life, is a rational life, is a higher life, which is, of course, what we are shooting after. Let's do it. Thank you for listening.